new on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking the ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Show, the place where WEEI.com's Rob Bradford talks all things that interest him. Some of which you might just want to listen to. So sit back and soak in another episode of the soon-to-be award-winning show a whole bunch of people are talking about. Here's Rob Bradford. Welcome to another edition of the Bradford Show, sponsored as always by Gould's Distinctive Clothing and Hub New England Insurance. Well, today... We have a very timely podcast going on, and, and thankfully for us, we have an expert on the subject which we will be talking. The expert is Dr. Dan Quinn of Newton Wellesley Orthopedic Associates. Dr. Quinn, how are you? I'm great, Rob. How are you? Great, great. So what we're going to be talking about, ACL injuries, and the reason we're going to be talking about those is because they've been in the news the last couple of days, primarily because the Patriots took what a lot of people think is a gamble in Dominic Easley, their first-round pick. Guy was tremendous upside, tremendous talent, but has also had two ACL in, uh, surgeries excuse me, on both of his knees. Uh, so, Dr. Quinn, first of all, the ACL injury and the recovery from it, how far has that come over the last few years? Because what you hear when the draft was going on and when people were putting a bright outlook on this was, well, ACL injuries aren't what they used to be and people are coming back from quicker. How much progress has been made over the last few years? I think you could probably uh, reference uh, Wes Welker's comeback. Um, you know, I think uh, at this point people are pretty aggressive about how quickly uh, we get patients back uh, doing their strengthening exercise. I think initially, maybe you know, 20, 25 years ago, when we started doing these, there was some concern about um, you know loosening the graft if you got people moving too quickly. But uh, over time, the results clearly show that uh, you can get people uh, doing more sooner. 
Um, you know, you're not, you can't overcome some of the biologic constraints of the healing process, but uh, you can get people uh, to be stronger and get their range of motion back a little bit sooner, and that might uh, get them get them back on the field sooner. You know, we look at it from baseball terms. We look at Tommy John surgery, and and that's been almost classified as okay. You know, you get it, no big deal. It's almost been a proactive thing in some respects. Now ACL surgery, I'm not going to classify that in no by no means. But has this become more? Of, how much more of a turnkey operation has this been in the last couple of years? Well, I mean, there've been there there've been some uh, changes in the technique that might, uh, in the long run, improve our outcome. Uh, some of the, the the anatomic, the place where we put the graft and how we how we seed it, um, you know, has been shown to be. Uh, I, I think we're putting it in a better place mm-hmm. these days. Um, and that's something that uh, some of the researchers down at Pittsburgh have helped uh, determine for us. And uh, some of the guys actually in town have done some research on, you know, where we put these things and, and you know, trying to trying to sort of reproduce normal anatomy and hopefully normal mechanics. But Dr. Dan Quinn of Newton Wellesley Orthopedic Associates with us talking ACL injuries. Now, when we talk about Dominic Easley, the Patriots' first-round pick, it's kind of unique in a way because you have a guy who not only had one ACL surgery, but he's had two, and they're on two different knees. When you hear about this doctor and you hear about a guy who's had had this problem on separate knees, separate occasions, is there any common thread or any red flags that say, oh, you know, structurally there might be something wrong here? No, actually, I think um, you know it's not it's it's not terribly surprising that somebody could tear both knees. If you look at uh, if you look at somebody who's torn their ACL, and what even whether or not they've had a um, a reconstruction or not on one side, you are at probably particularly somebody who is um, you know putting uh, a lot of high demand on their knee. You're looking at probably you know anywhere in the neighborhood of a fifteen percent chance of of either you know, re-tearing the side that you've already already had operated on or even tearing the, the, the opposite side. Um, it's not exactly clear why that, that elevated risk exists on the opposite side, but it's been shown in, in more than one research study that, that uh, you have to be careful for both sides. Was it over overcompensation at all? Does that, does that lead to it? It could, it, uh, you know, it could be muscle imbalance. It could be anatomic configuration. It could be, you know, looseness of the, the ligaments that you begin with. It's, it's really, nobody has a real answer to that question yet. So when we look at Dominic Easley and his last ACL injury, which happened in September, so he gets to the draft and he's talking when he went through his pre-draft workouts in March that he was about 80%. Mm-hmm. Knowing that he did this in September and we get to March, now we're looking at the season training camp starting in late July does the narrative of he will be ready, there isn't a concern, uh, realistic? Or is should we look at this as still it's going to be a slow process going through training camp and don't expect much right out of the gate? Well, uh, you know, I think most, uh, most orthopedists uh, will expect about a six-month period of time before these patients who've had surgery get about 80% uh, of their recovery done. Um, and most of that is measured in strength. So he he probably won't be at 100% strength, but I think that he he'll certainly be you know able to participate and progress. Uh, I, I have to imagine that he'll be ready for the season. So two different things I want to touch on in regards to the actual people who are going through this and recovering from it. You mentioned Wes Welker, 
Adrian Peterson, another one who just jumps off the page in terms of coming back and producing. But those are smaller, more athletic guys. A guy like Dominic Easley, about 285, 6'2", probably going to get only bigger. Does that have any effect on the approach, the rehab, just having a bigger body like that, a bigger guy, having to put that weight on the knee? No, I think that's a good point. Um, you know, there are a couple of pieces of homework that, uh, you know, I'm sure that the, uh, the medical staff uh, had to sort of look into. Um, if you look at patients in the NFL or uh, ACL surgery on NFL players, and if you look at some of these players, there's been some research done on uh, what each particular injury type has, you know, and its effect on their longevity in the league. And it's, interestingly enough, if, uh, if, if you tear your ACL, um, there's definitely a, a more significant effect on certain positions, and, and D-line is one of them. Um, if you looked at sort of longevity of career, there's probably uh, the only thing that you can prove is that uh, potentially an offensive lineman uh, in ACL reconstruction might shorten their career. The other piece of homework that they probably needed to look into uh, had to do with whether or not there was a cartilage tear or a meniscus tear involved in the, in the surgery because that has been shown to uh, shorten careers in, uh, in certain players. Well, so when you hear about Dominic Easley and the, and, and the first round goes by and we hear the Mill Kuypers of the world talk about how much potential this guy had, but he's had these two knee surgeries. From your perspective, if you're just average football fan or if you're sitting in your living room with a bunch of football fans and this pick is made, do you say, you know what? You shouldn't be too, too worried about this, and this is a short-term thing, not a long-term thing, or is it one of these things that, hey, you know, they took a big chance here? Well, you know, I guess in the end, since, um, you know, if you're sitting on your couch, you don't have access to this information, but if you've had a chance to take a look at his knees and to examine their stability and to take a look at his operative reports, you know, and if, if we're just talking about an ACL reconstruction, I think um, I think you have to feel pretty confident that uh, he'll, he'll be back he'll be back playing. Um, and, you know, as long as the meniscus is in good shape, you know, I think uh, he's probably... Um, He's probably you know worth consideration for something like um, you know late round first pick. Well, doctor, my last question is just in regards. I talked a little bit about body type and how that might affect the ACL injuries and recovery time. Another guy the Patriots are keeping an eye on is a free agent, Will Smith, who they signed. He's 33 years old, played for the Saints a bunch of years, and towards ACL in August. Now he's coming back. Now, we've gone through the recovery and the expectations, but how much do we factor in the age as well? Now, listen, I mean, 33 is 33. To me, that's still young. But comparing to a 22-year-old to a 33-year-old, is there anything we should be considering in regards to age? You know, I don't think there's anything that's really followed patients, um, you know, dividing it like a 20 and a 30-year-old. But there's no question that, you know, if you – Reconstructions used to be done only on active young patients, but they're, they're, they're done on older patients as well, and the results tend to be, they, they, they look like they're, they're roughly equivalent. So, um, you know, hopefully that uh, translates to, you know, a, a good outcome for Will. Well, I lied. I have one more question. So when we watch when we watch a Dominic Easley go out there uh, in training camp this year and playing for the first time, what should we look at? What what sort of actions should we look at? Like with Tom Brady, is it's, it was simple. It was is he being shy around the pass rush? Is he bailing out? I mean, that's just human nature and that's mindset. But when we watch a guy like Easley, 
what kind of movement should we be watching? Say he's doing this better, or he's going to be doing this better down the road. It's hard to say. I guess you know how how is he fighting off blocks? Is he you know how strong is? I'm not sure which side he had operated on most recently, but you know, is, does he look like he's showing any weakness on that particular side, which would translate towards you know him being pushed around and maybe one direction more than another. Well, Dr. Quinn, I really appreciate it. You're our ACL go-to guy, and uh, hopefully uh, my my basketball career will not um, lead me down that road. I don't think I jump high enough or move fast enough for that to happen. So That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to take a look if there's any problem. Oh, well, I appreciate it. Dr. Dan Quinn, Newton Wellesley Orthopedic Associates. Associates, once again, thanks for joining us, and, uh, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you down the road. Thanks a lot, Rob. My pleasure. New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them. We study them. We hope the big one never comes. Don't look up. It's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick. They even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 